welcome to Midlothian High School's very own podcast, Trojan Talks. Today we will be featuring Professor Amira del Carmen Mancada Osorio's immigration story to the United States from Bolivia. Hi everyone, welcome back to Trojan Talks. My name is Emma Grace Gregory and today I will be interviewing Midlothian's very own Profe Mancada. Hola! Hi, Emma Grace. Thank you for so having me. So great to have you. Um, mm-hmm. So I remember last year in Spanish you kind of talked about your name and the story behind that. Can you start us off today with talking about that a little bit? Oh, my name. Yes. Well, I always have, um, you know, you hear how long Spanish names are. Like people usually, you're like, what is that a name or last name or mm-hmm. what is it? So when I moved here, that was one of the first problems because when I uh, went to get my um, driver's license, my name couldn't fit on the license. And I oh, said, wow. yeah. And I said, "You, well, that's my name. And they didn't understand why. So my name, my full name is Amira del Carmen Moncada Osorio. Okay. And okay. so Amira is your first name. Yeah. Del Carmen, del Carmen is my middle, middle name. Okay. Moncada is the last name of my father. Mm-hmm. And Osorio is the last name of my mother. Oh, of your mother. Yes. And so we Hispanics keep that. Mm-hmm. Because what I was explaining last year, our um, heritage is so strong like we have to keep both last names because we're honoring both parts of our mm-hmm. life so of our of our my, yeah <laughs> yeah so that's why and that comes from european tradition and everything yeah. but um and so you get the chance to do like when you get married it's like like here you just change your name for your husband's name you get to choose if you want to take the your husband's father's last name mm-hmm. or you just keep it you just keep your name and that's what i did i've been married yeah. for almost 30 years now not changing my last name <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> yes um so you talked about like you had to get your driver's license and stuff so mm-hmm. you were you immigrated from bolivia right yes can you tell us more about that like yes when how of course all of yes details Yes, so um, things were not getting, you know, it's not a surprise to know that a lot of the Spanish-speaking countries are beautiful and everything, and they're, uh, people are amazing, like, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the political situation is usually really bad, and there's lots of, you know, things that not, are working there. So um, my husband and I, we decided that we had to give my kids a chance to do better things and um so my husband applied to study here in the united states and luckily he was accepted at william and mary and so yeah so um i was like what's william and mary like what's what's william (laughs) i was like you know you have no idea like when you live over there in another country what you see in the movies is that's the reference you have like you always do right do you watch that's that's a reference you have. So you will yeah. think about big cities and everything. And but when you see, when I saw pictures of Williams, where I was like, "That's what's that? Like <laughs> that's bet, such a yeah. small town." And so we moved here. My husband came first, and that was really tough because my oh, kids. It was really tough. He came here first, and then after six months, I joined him. So, um, and I think I. You know, the most vivid memories traveling with my two children and my seven pieces of luggage because I literally had to leave my life behind, like everything. Oh, wow. 
everything, say bye to everything, including my family and yeah, everything, you know, uh, and just put all my life in to in seven pieces of luggage and my two children and board a plane. And uh, the first experience moving here was, you know, when you get to the airport and they look at your papers, it's it's tough. It's really, it's rough. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you either get a bad vibe or it's, yes, it's rough. It's rough. Um, so we moved 2004. October 15, 2004, and I always tell my students that's why I love fall so much, because mm-hmm. even though the uh, tra- the trip was hard and everything, um, the minute I saw the leaves and the colors, the fall colors, I fell in love. I was like, oh, oh, especially oh. Williamsburg, it's so beautiful. It is, there. yes. Oh, that's amazing! Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine how difficult that must have been. You're so strong for that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. It was really. <laughs> really hard and um so we moved to Williamsburg and um we were living on a really tight budget because my husband was he was giving like a scholarship and I couldn't work first because that's how immigration works Mm -hmm. he was studying and I was the companion that's Mm -hmm. all I was couldn't do anything else oh wow I could drive a vehicle but that's it. And I, I mentioned before, I'm a grace. I used to be a journalist. I had a life. I yeah. was a working mom in Bolivia. And then suddenly they tell me, no, you can't do anything. Oh, my God. Welcome to the United States that you can just drive a vehicle. Oh, that's terrible. So it was very frustrating because exactly. I couldn't do anything. So I shift completely my mind into raising my kids. Oh balancing the life of being an immigrant um i was like okay i can't do anything else for now so what i'm gonna do is focus on my children i have to teach them how to adapt to this new situation and this new country and this new language and everything in between but keeping their heritage and their language and their culture and the family so I think that's what helped me focus and everything. And of course, um, I had to deal with the biggest differences uh, in culture and not just, just language. Um, but um, I think one of the stories that I told you and you enjoy is about the first time I went to a Walmart. Remember? Mm-hmm. And I was looking. Um, so... Okay, so my husband is like, okay, let's go grocery shopping. I'm like, okay. And he takes me to Walmart. Advice. If you're an immigrant, don't go to Walmart the first time you go <laughs> grocery shopping. Because <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah. In our countries, grocery stores are small. Like, it's just one section oh, yeah, of Walmart. Just the grocery. Yeah, I, I can see how that would be contrasting. <laughs> Yeah, so I get there and I'm completely lost because there's so many other things that I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I was looking for was for mustard. And so I'm walking the hallways and there's no mustard. Like there's so many other things. So I'm looking around. And so my husband put my kids in um, in the cart. Mm -hmm. Well, my my son was 10 and my baby was 4. And they start and they go, oh, just let me check over there. And then 
suddenly I turned around and he's gone. Oh no. And I felt so lost. You have to understand my English was really, really limited. Yeah. I'm like, where where's like I didn't know what to do. So I see this girl with this um ask me mm -hmm. uh jacket, you know, the woman asked me jacket. So I go yeah. and ask her, I said, Hi, I do you have mustard? She goes, Mustard. I said mustard. She she's like, Mustard. I said, Mustard. A what? I said, a, you um, know, yellow thing? Yeah. Like for hamburger? <laughs> she goes, cheese. Oh. And I'm like, no, 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 no cheese. And she starts walking towards the cheese. And I'm like, no cheese. No <laughs> cheese. So I started crying. I lost it. I can imagine that would be so overwhelming. Just being by yourself and not like being able to comprehend anything. Or not comprehend, but you know, like. Communicate. Yeah, communicate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. So I lost story. it for the first time. I just yeah. I just started crying, like bawling in, in my husband, you know, and then I, I see my husband coming and my son and my husband's English was so much better. Mm -hmm. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, no one understand me and I want to go home, you know, and I got <laughs> was so homesick because I couldn't find yeah. mustard. Yeah. So that's how frustrating immigration, immigrating can be. Yeah. Those little things. I can imagine. I mean, that's that's a good story like i feel like that sums it up pretty well like what yeah yeah and um, was that like at first yeah so that's the first cultural shock and um however what i was saying like when people ask me how do you adapt it so well and i'm very very happy and proud about my children now because mm -hmm. Uh, number one, I was able, and I am pretty sure I did a good job on that to raise them bilingual mm -hmm. and bicultural, mm -hmm. and um, um, they're very successful young people now, um, professionals. Both my son is a he didn't know a word in English when we moved here when he was ten, and he graduated with honors and was given a scholarship to UVA, um, and. He's a aerospace mechanical engineer now. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, so, and my daughter, she was only four. Um, for her, I guess it was easier mm -hmm. because, you know, school was easier because she yeah. started schooling here. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. So for my son, Spanish is his first language and English is second. Whereas for my daughter, English is more her first language. Oh, interesting. And a Spanish her second. That makes sense now. I mean, that's what she knew more of as in growing up. Right. However, advice number one, speak only Spanish at home to your kids, your or your language. And that's what I love about, um, for instance, Asian cultures or, um, you know, any other. It's uh, they, they just keep their language. Mm -hmm. they just keep their language. And... Um, if you do that, you're not going to have any problem because yeah. your children are going to know that it's okay to keep your language and your heritage while adapting to. Oh, that's the important. New yeah. It looks like we are running short on time, but thank you so, so much for interviewing with us. This was so interesting and I really learned a lot. Thank you so much. Grace, any other time? Of course. I would love to talk with you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you.
that's all for this episode. Thank you so much to our podcasting team and our amazing guests. Thank you to our listeners, and we hope to see you next time.